It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. Brave Men starts now. Hey, on this episode, we've got uh, really part two of Ed's Laws of Leadership. I'm sitting with Ed Preston, who owns Biscuits Cafes, major restaurant corporation in the Western United States. And Ed, it's great to have you here. And we went through parts uh, one, and, one through five. The other episode, uh, one of my favorites, I think was number four, was it, or number three, which was when, when uh, everything hits the fan, it will not be evenly distributed. So if, if uh, somebody listening or watching right now didn't catch that one, go back and watch part one on that. Uh, that was awesome. And so, uh, but I want to continue in. We left off with the last time with, uh, you were talking about people over profit. That you really, as a, as a business owner, and you've got over 300 employees. And so, but you spend a lot of your time investing in people. Uh, probably the main focus of our company is our employees uh, is number one and our customers are number two. Really? And uh, So when you set your, your, here's our goals for this year, people, clientele, customers, and then the profit's going to flow from that. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you know, if everybody's uh, performing up to par, then uh, the customers are just satisfied. And, wow. And then I like to say, to our leadership Tim, when the customer leaves to go get in their car, they're making a decision right at that moment ever to come back and patronize you again. Right then. Right then. Wow. And uh, you know, and we like them with the mind frame that when they get up in the morning to go have breakfast, they're going to go down uh, to Ed's place or Jim the manager's place. place or Susan the manager's place. There's a connection. Versus going to Biscuits Cafe, we want it personal. Oh, wow. To be a personal aspect. And what yeah. is it? Let me, let, me, let me just stop you right there. You have a logo, a saying uh, at Biscuits Cafes, and it's on the wall of every single one of your restaurants. What is it? It says that we don't serve fast food. We serve fresh food as fast as we can. <laughs> I love that. Because right there you've tweaked it and mm -hmm. told me your, uh, as a customer, you've told me your commitment to excellence. Right there. Yes, it has played very well for us. Yeah, that I love saying, it. and it's on every wall. Wow. And then our logo chef head is right next to that. So, it, yeah. In other words, we own it. Yeah. In other words, it's and you. In other words, you, you live it. Mm -hmm. So no matter where you go, that's who you are. Right. Exactly. So people it's, over profits. It's even What's on our next? business cards. Even on your business cards. Mm -hmm. Right. So the next one that we have here is. Uh, uh, and this is dealing mostly with our employees and our management, mm -hmm. leadership, and so forth. Failure is an event, never a person. Okay. Failure is How an event, never a person. Out? So you're not blaming somebody. We're not blaming somebody. We're not blame shifting. We're not casting it onto somebody else. We're going to hit it head on. Mm. Okay. In other words, I like to say we pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and do it right this time. Yeah. Figure it okay. out. Okay. Yeah. It's an event. Okay. Because you've had some different concepts mm -hmm. that you've tried and different things you've tried, mm -hmm. and then they didn't work. Yeah, we always go back to and what you, Dr. Cole taught me, stay with your power base. Stay with your power what base. What you know. Yeah. You know what was fascinating to me is, is uh, being in your restaurant, and I watched you. And, and, you know, the personal nature with the team and so forth. But I watched you look at the 
ta the table and the food that was coming back off the table. Because you were watching what people liked and didn't like. Right. So the little detail of that, to me, mm -hmm. spoke so well of, of how you actually run a business with excellence. Mm -hmm. Yep, we do that. And, and the other half of that, uh, failure is not an event, isn't an event, I mean. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other part of that is forget your mistakes, but remember what they taught you. Wow. Mm -hmm. So if there, if there isn't a mistake, we're not going to blame shift or not, we're not going to push it on to somebody else mm -hmm. and so forth. We're going to own it. We're going to forget about the mistake, but we're going to remember what it taught us. We're going to learn the lesson. Mm -hmm. So you're not looking at, you don't walk in back into one of your restaurants a couple weeks later, look at an employee and say, oh, that's the one that, mm -hmm. but instead you've put that aside. So now that person can live in a confidence that management's not just mm -hmm. on them all the time. Right. It, it reminds me of a slogan of the church that I attend in Phoenix, mm -hmm. Arizona, and their slogan is this, and it kind of really works with our employees too because we've kind of adopted it. Uh, we don't care where you've been. We're concerned about where you're going. Wow. And that's pastors Kevin and Melissa Goff. Right. In Phoenix, yeah, Arizona, the Rock Church. Yes. And uh, so that that isn't, you know, some of these I have labeled as critical factors. That's one mm -hmm. I have labeled as a critical factor. Really? So that's mm -hmm. one of the most important that's core critical values factors to me are some of the core values, right, yeah. that we, we try to manage now, would, our company. Does this with. work, Ed, does this work if I've got two employees versus it, it, it even works if you're the only employee. If you're your own employee. Wow. Mm -hmm. If you're the only one. Yeah. And then we move into if you don't have time to do it right, when will you have the time to do it over? Man. And we deal with that one a lot. You so know, do it right the first do time. Do it right to the first time because if you can't get it done, then when are you going to have the time to do it right? Yeah, measure twice, cut once. Right. Yeah. That's the old carpenter rule, exactly. right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you cut it short, you can't lengthen the wood. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I like this one, even though it's simple. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow, but do it anyway. Wow. Do good anyway, even do though right it might thing. be forgotten. Do the right thing. Right. And so you teach this as a corporate core value. And because sometimes we want uh, an accolade, we want a return, we want somebody to walk back in and go, oh, yeah, you were the one that. And if we don't get that, we go, wow, I'm not going to do that again, or I'm mm -hmm. not going to you know, remember their glasses and run out to their right. car again. You know, but you do the right thing anyway, no matter what. Right, and uh, one thing that we've learned over the years is that uh, turnover and help is basically when an employee doesn't understand hmm. or they haven't been taught why. But if they understand and they know why, okay, then usually they will develop themselves over that and and then it always turns into them enjoy working for you. Wow. So you can go back on a lot of these core values and say, if I don't train these, then I can't blame the employee because right. I'm the one that didn't train them on it. Mm -hmm. Wow. In other words, you can't expect what you didn't Inspect train. Yeah. Or train, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Do not lose focus on your core values. Mm. Okay, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. I like that. Okay, I like what that. is your main focus? 
Yeah. What is your main focus for being here? What is your main focus for growing this business? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and keep it the main thing and keep it in front of you, keep it in your focus. And uh, is it easy, Ed, to get distracted and begin to think that something else is what your business is about rather than the core thing? Well, sure, because this world, a place this world is properly. full of it, uh, distractions. Yeah. It's full of them. You know, so how do you press through those distractions? distractions to the main thing. Mm -hmm. You know, why am I here? Why am I doing this? And so you've got to bring it back you have to bring all it the back. time to presenting uh, somebody walking in, seeing them, greeting with a smile. Mm -hmm. You've got, it's the number one thing you talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, presenting them a, what was, the, what was the thing over here on this paper? Enth Enthropy. Enthropy. Tell me that again. Anything left unattended will <laughs> turn to crises. Will turn to crises. If I don't keep doing the basics, if I miss that, if I get distracted, I'm going to have a crisis. Mm -hmm. So that's true of a church, as a pastor, a leader, servant leader, true of a marriage. If I don't do the basics, you know, it's like the guy that had a problem that came to the counselor and said, I don't know why my wife and I are having a problem. And the wife says, well, he never tells me he loves me. And the man said, you know, I told you I loved you when we got married. If it changes, I'll, I'll let, let you, you know. know. Yeah. You know, so the fact is he's not doing the basics. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about there, don't get distracted with the things that don't matter. Yeah, it goes back to also, if you don't have the time to do it right, then when are you going to get the time to fix it? Man, mm -hmm. that's so true because mm -hmm. how many times, I th and this is true in my own, I can think about this in my own life. How many times have I had to spend a lot of time fixing something, doing something that I should have done well or taking the time to do well the first time or read the instructions <laughs> like putting together yeah, an Ikea don't piece do that, of furniture do yeah <laughs> you know and then you end up with these bolts and you go uh-oh yeah. i thought ikea knew <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, you know uh also the true impact of leadership is not what happens when you are there but what happens when you're not there wow Okay, and that goes into Man. training, that goes into people, everything. It goes into you know. imparting your culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if you, you can't grow a business if you, if you can't trust it to go without you there, right? Mm -hmm. In other words, so even as we sit here today taping, you've got over 300 people working at all these different restaurants. And you're confident that your managers and your regional managers or however you run the thing, you're confident even down to the busboy or to the, the guy flipping a pancake, it's being done the right way. Right. That is a major task. And so you that's know. something you're on all the time. Well, you have to be on it all the time. So that right you know. now as you sit here, mm -hmm. you're not worried about a guy at a restaurant in Phoenix making the pancakes wrong. Right. Not worried about it. Wow. You know, and uh, we also teach the leadership it's better to know what's going on than to wonder what's going on. <laughs> and so, no, that's like a if you know yeah, what's if you okay. know what's going on, then it's okay for you to take some time off. Right. Okay. Uh, one of our corporate leaders is getting married next month and going to be gone for two weeks. And my first thought, okay, who's going to do this while he's gone? Well, he's got his people trained to the point that he doesn't have to worry about it. Everything's going to be taken care of. Everything's going to be taken care of. So he's not getting a phone call. So there's the second no day stress. Of his there's wow. not, yeah, and, and it relieves the stress. Wow, the that anxiety. is a relief of stress. Mm -hmm. 
My people know what to do. Mm -hmm. My goodness, Ed. Right. Very important. This is good stuff. Ed's Laws of Leadership. <laughs> is this going to be in a book? Is this going to be in a book, Ed? Well, come you on. keep saying it oh, is. is. Come on. We, so, we got a commitment right here. Yeah, you're here trying on, to make me tape. commit, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In front of everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, that's a possibility. Yeah, that's a possibility. I think yeah. it needs to be. What's the next one? Customers are like girlfriends. If you don't treat them right and appreciate them, they will go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I like that. That is so true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, you had said earlier, you had talked about people are making a decision the minute they're, even as they're walking out the door, whether they'll ever come back. Right. They're, yeah. they're deciding before they get to their automobile whether they're going to come back or not. I think we get, we get off on this. Sometimes we think sales is about, you know, just trying to get the next deal. Mm -hmm. and, and really, who, the guys who are prosperous, prosperous are the ones who have returned business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, a customer will forgive you for a higher price, mm -hmm. but they will never forgive you for lower quality. Wow, say that again, because that's huge, I think, in everything, every part of our world. Yeah, and you see it in all kinds of businesses mm -hmm. today. Yeah, right. You know, a customer will forgive you for a higher price, but they will never forgive you for lower quality. Man. And, and when they're walking to their car making that decision, mm -hmm. I guarantee you that's what's on their mind. You it's know, the quality, I, not the price. I can think of that. I can think of a really small thing, okay? I have purchased, because, you know, I travel a lot, and so you get in different weather. I have purchased a half dozen umbrellas mm -hmm. on the road. Right. And I have found myself purchasing these cheap little umbrellas that by the time I use them twice, you know, the thing is sprung or they're facing the wrong direction or something. So... They may cost eight or nine, let's say eight or nine dollars or ten dollars or something like that. So what I did is I went and bought a twenty-eight dollar one, okay, made by a really good company that's extremely well made and everything. Now I carry that thing everywhere because it's quality. Now when I purchased it the first time, I thought, oh man, this is three times what I normally spend. Except that the cheaper ones, I bought six of them. So now I've actually done better by going after quality, right? So now when somebody asks me about something that minimal, I say, yeah, yeah, get the better one. Mm -hmm. so, that's, so, yeah. so that company, by making a good one, is actually doing better. Mm -hmm. That's the number one uh, factor in our business is quality. Quality. We always go for the quality. We buy the highest quality price products that we can buy because we know that the customer knows what quality is. Yeah. And so that's Yeah, because we we're going to spot it. After yeah. a while, we're going to spot it that they're shorting me on this, mm -hmm. or they don't do that, or they didn't make that right, or this thing doesn't work right. Mm -hmm. And over time, it comes out. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, this is probably the number one thing here that I probably make this statement more than any of the others. And we do this. Uh, not only with our upper management, but mm -hmm. with our hourly employees. I'm constantly saying this, and that is, if you consistently do your best, okay, the worst cannot happen. Wow. If you have a consistent mindset of being the best, 
then you don't have to worry about the worst happening. The worst happening. That's tremendous. And I also do that with the competition. I teach the leaders that if we're simply the best, then we will simply have the best business. You'll be there. We will you know, simply have the highest so volume restaurants in because the Because in the business you're in, because I, I mean, I've been in business most of my life and I've heard this a number of times. Whatever you do, don't get into restaurant business. <laughs> you know, and it's yet a tough here business, you are. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously worked extremely hard. You've gone through a lot of things and yet you've, you've made it successful because you've concentrated on excellence, quality, people, and, and that can be applied to every kind of business. So you're not really, in one sense, worried about the competition. Your real competition, your real competition as Ed and as the owner, your real competition is starting to, is, is really falling back from the core values. That's exactly. your real competition. Yeah, uh, people ask me all the time, who's your competition? And I always answer that by, we are our own competition. Wow. If we yeah. are, if we are mm. competing with ourselves to be better, then we don't have to worry, worry about the restaurant down the street. Yeah. And we've proved that many times. And, and that also blends in to back to people again and our employees. People may not remember how fast you did your work, but they will always remember how well you did it. Man, that yeah. is so true. It, yeah, that's heavy. And, uh, you know, so do it well. Do it well, because mm -hmm. we'll remember that. Mm -hmm. you know, Don't do it well just for the company, but do it well for your own your own self-worth. Last night, you, you and I and uh, my wife Judy and, and uh, my kids, we, we went out and grabbed a bite to eat. And we went to a pizza place. It's a casual dining place. And only because there's not a biscuits and it was dinner anyway, so, <laughs> in the area. So, uh, but I remember telling Judy, I said, why don't we go up to this particular restaurant? It's a very known, well-known chain. Um, and she said, you know, the last two times we've been there, it's been, really slow and the people really didn't care about serving us and I went oh yeah you're right because I like the food actually and she said I said oh yeah you're right let's go to this other place and the place we went great they did a great job for us but and I really liked the pizza there but I, but I thought of that twice now this is a place we've probably been to over the last 10 years maybe we've been there 35 or 40 times but the last two times Service was down. These core values you're talking about, they weren't doing it. They weren't doing it with quality. They didn't have an excellence, a spirit of excellence. There wasn't a sense of serving. It was just, and it was slow as can be. It was terrible. And we're not going back. That's stunning when you realize how much we've been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've tracked our business and over, we, we are approaching close to 80% repeat business in our customer numbers. Wow, that's remarkable. And, uh, but it's because you, this list, Ed's Laws of Leadership, you consistently go over with your top team, exactly. all your different teams, so all the way down to everybody knows these core values. Right, I would much rather have you come back, you know, 15, 20 times in a year mm -hmm. than to have to spend thousands of dollars advertising to get one person in. So let me ask you a question. That's a good question. So here's a business owner, and we're talking about repeat business. Does that mean that once you've got the restaurant launched, I know you do a big launch in advertising and the normal things, right? Uh, 
But once you've got that going, you don't have to do as much advertising because your customer becomes your advertiser. Advertiser. So that's actually a profit margin. Mm -hmm. Any business will tell you that word of mouth advertising is the best that you can do. So quality actually creates profit margin for you, Ed. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. that, that it right there can be a breakthrough for some of us. Exactly. It is a breakthrough. Yeah. It is a breakthrough. And uh, back to training again of those people so that you will have happy customers mm -hmm. is every day that you are not improving your training is a wasted day. Mm. I have never witnessed a spontaneous recovery mm. of poor service right. or attitudes. It happens over time. Mm -hmm. So you've got to consistently You be always training. have to be improving it. Yeah. Improving so, your training. But, but we're like that as people. Because I know you, you talked about in one of our uh, episodes, you talked about the start of your day and how you read. You, you know, you talked about your renewal of, of faith and coming to Christ and all that, about how you became a reader. You begin to read. It changed everything in your life. But you mm -hmm. still do that. I still do that. You study, you've got apps on your phone that you mm -hmm. listen to Bible teachers, you're consistently learning. See, I think that's huge. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes, I, I, I would think a lot of guys would say, well, Ed's arrived, he doesn't have to do anything now, right? Well, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're consistently learning, consistently mm -hmm. expanding your, your uh, thinking, your capacity, your mm -hmm. spiritual life, mm -hmm. your prayer time. Mm -hmm. I. Uh, I have learned over the years that as long as you're building, then you're basically guaranteeing your success. Wow. When you quit building and just manage what you have, then you're basically guaranteeing your failure. Mm. And, no, uh, there's nothing static. Right, and that's one of the reasons that we keep decrease. building more restaurants and building more teams and building more people mm. is because... Uh, I have learned that if I keep doing that, then I'm basically guaranteeing my success and the people that work for us yeah. or with us, I should say. You know, and um, so coming to the end of this, I, you know, I, this is basically my last statement is that, um, and this is taught to our leaders also, make a list of things that make you happy. Like Dr. Cole mm -hmm. always taught, write it down. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, make a list of things you do every day, and compare the list. Hmm. Okay, make a list of the things that make you happy. Make a list of the things you do every day. Compare the list and adjust accordingly. Wow. So there are some things, that and that's creep training in. yourself, basically. So there are some things that creep into our personal habit life. Mm -hmm. that we do that's discordant with what we'd really like to be, mm -hmm. right? So, for instance, uh, this is a little example of a man will, will get into a car and turn on the radio and immediately turn on some sort of sports talk or news or something like that, when maybe the best thing for him would be to put in, you know, the Bible on audio or mm -hmm. an audio book or something like mm -hmm. that. And we're doing things over and over that create frustration or crisis in our lives, and we don't realize it comes out of a habit we do all the mm -hmm. time. 
And that's training your heart, I believe. Mm. You know, what the things in your heart is, comes the abundance of life. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's me paraphrasing it. Yeah, well, it's, yeah we're <laughs> good know? with paraphrasing. Right. Yeah, out and of the so, abundance of your heart comes your life. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus taught, he said, out of your heart comes your words. Mm -hmm. And words can betray us, but words reveal what's in our heart. Mm -hmm. This is powerful stuff. So Ed, uh, we've done two episodes, Ed's Laws of Leadership. One of the things I want to get back to, you talked about treating other people right, about operating successfully. One of the things that you told me one time on a trip was you were negotiating a contract with one of your vendors and you were negotiating, uh, I can't remember if it was bread or, or whatever it was. And when you got done with the negotiation, you asked the other person, hey, are you okay on this deal? Well, I also asked them, are you going to make profit on this? Okay. But see, it, the world system says right. drive as hard as drive you can. Drive as you hard, you know, get whatever you can out of it. Can, regardless. The other person, you know, that's lust. Wow. And for yourself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, but I derive that from uh, the Bible principle that you're blessed to be a blessing. Mm. Okay. And I make the statement from time to time, if you go down and buy a car, why don't you just pay the guy what he wants for it <laughs> and see how God blesses that. Yeah. He's ble you're blessed, he's blessed, yeah. and it's a Bible principle to me. So I always ask, no matter what it is, what contract, what's insurance, mm -hmm. even insurance companies. A builder, insurance. Builders, order. contractors, food purveyors, the whole thing, I want to know if they're going to make profit. Once we've negotiated the deal, mm -hmm. are you okay on yeah. this side? Because mm -hmm. if they're okay, then you've got a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. And when I negotiate on a new restaurant building, it, the conversation is always at the end, this has to work for you as much as it works for me. Yeah, because now And you we have, both need yeah. to make profit on this. Wow. And, That's tremendous. Uh, and so... And it's all based on blessed to be a blessing, and it, it's worked very well for us. Yeah, it has. Mm -hmm. You know, you and your wife, Barbara, I was in uh, uh, Peru recently and uh, went to a home for uh, young women who have gone through terrible crisis. Many of them have gone through abuse, sexual abuse, uh, eating disorders, uh, all kinds of things, uh, termination of early pregnancies and trauma. And, and watch these young ladies uh, come through, and they come through a one-year course at Camino de Vida at Grace House. And as we walked through that amazing home and saw these uh, lives that had been redeemed and resurrected and renewed and young ladies and transformed, walked into a side building. There's a building here, and it's just outside of the city of Lima, and walked into a side building. We walked in, and there's this amazing, huge... Uh, industrial kitchen and above that it says the Ed and Barbara Preston kitchen and that uh, that's really what it's about for you isn't it things like that yeah God has tremendously blessed me so you know I I blessed to be a blessing blessed to be and a blessing. when I go down for those graduations and see those young ladies lives transferred you know if if only one person has changed, it's worth it all. It's worth it all. It's worth the whole thing. Amen. And uh, so, and that's basically what drives me every morning now, because 
you know, I don't have to get up and go to work every morning now, <laughs> but it, it drives yeah. me yeah. because of the things that we can do. You know, I made a promise to God about 10, 12 years ago that, um, you know, I, for many years I did what I wanted to do. Now I was going to do what He wants me to do. Awesome. And uh, He gives me things to do, and we just bust our butt to get it done. That's awesome. And that's what we do. Thanks and for being with me, man. It's good to be here. Thank you. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Global Fatherhood Initiative. Connect with Paul at bravemen.men. That's bravemen.men.